welcome to this week's episode of Dun 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 Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew actual play podcast. It is set in the homebrew world of Kalandos, which is my world, my being me, being Carla Harris, your GM. Around the table, I have amazing women as my players, and we're going to start on the left with them introducing themselves. To my left. I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. I'm Kut, and I play Rain. I'm Wednesday, and I play Santillarium. And I'm Kirsten, and I play Oya. So this is episode two of season two. So we did have a season one before this, um, which we recapped in episode one of season two. If you're following along, um, follow the bouncing ball for for the information. Uh, You can get the recap there. We're also going to recap what happened in last week's episode, which was season two, episode one, in case you were wondering. But feel free to go and listen through it if you'd like to have all the intricacies of the story, which I suggest you do because my players are hilarious. But telling us exactly what happened in last week's episode is Rain. Okay, so what happened was we went to go see some people about some information because we needed some information about our materials. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out our materials used to belong to a brother and a sister. And they were twins, but, like, different races. What? Races, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nobody knows how that happened, but anyway, they were special. So it turns out that they might have um, passed on some of their conscious, like, you know, science stuff. Science. <laughs> Another class offered by me. Um, to, okay, to these materials. Um, where were we? Uh, okay. Let's get on with the game to find out where we were exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that is exactly what happened in our previously on Dum Dum Die. So, previously, they were indeed searching for information. They ended up in a warehouse surrounded by uh, what can only be known as a group of the scene. And last thing they had, they were gathering more information and talking to two halflings and one was signing quite furiously to his brother. So their brother and holding the ring. Oh yeah, I remembered it as you said it. You like you recapped as she recapped. Back to me now. There were moments of no, those are playwrights. Well, well, if we sing it. And we don't put the backing track. It's okay. Because then we did a cover, essentially. Oh, uh, okay. Also, if we sang it out of order, which I think totally think we did. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, and there were things I'd never do again. But then if Rain sang it with me, I'm like, no. Because didn't you try and jump on people, like, five times? I feel like Rain is all just we're a little bit of history repeated. Exactly. But also, guys, are it was you, just are a you young proud song. Of your puns? I'm, I'm super proud of my puns. Uh, oh, yeah. If this is your first season with us, please note your GM is... Honey, because I'm funny with puns. Did you see? Put them together. Okay, moving on. Swiftly. After a perception and um, understanding role. These canting. Inverted commas. We had uh, Oriole and Zantillarian. Sorry, mind hit the blank. Here, um, hearing. You with the good looking face. What's your name? You, the half elf over there. Um, Seeing uh, um, a man furiously sign the halfling furiously signing to the other halfling, and they saw the words of um, material 
And then finally it rested on the last word was they caught a glimpse of the word ring and a glimpse of uh, what seemed to be uh, old gods will rise again. Okay, so I'm going to recline even further into the seats I'm currently <laughs> sitting in and um, say to the, the main halfling, so the one who wasn't signing, well, that's very interesting. The, um, the one who was signing stops and gives the ring back to uh, the, the one who wasn't signing and he walks back into the storeroom. Uh, the one who wasn't signing is like holding out the ring towards Oriel and he says, well, I think you can have this one back. Ah, oh, thanks. She puts it back on. Oh, you put it on. Oh, as you see right. him put it on, as you, he sees you put it on, his eyes widen. He's like, have you been wearing that for a long time? Yeah. Why? How long would you say? He's like, she's trying to calculate in her head like it's been two weeks and then we went back in time. So it's like t- just over two weeks. Okay. Minus um, two weeks. <laughs> Don't ask uh, questions. Okay, let me, let me get this straight. You have two pieces of material which contain consciousnesses of magical twins for want of a better way to say this. Then you've got, I've got no, my accent has changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I It depends <laughs> on the mood. I, I'm, I'm so shocked by this ring. <laughs> <laughs> I had my accent. So, <laughs> I'm so shocked oh, by gosh. this ring. I now, lost my accent. It was Irish, I mean, darling. It was, it was, but now I couldn't. There we go. We've got it quickly. <laughs> While it's still on the t- tip of the tongue, tongue in the teeth. All right. So, and you've been wearing this ring for two weeks. Where did you yeah. find this ring? With the material? With that material. And she points at Dobby. With the gold material. No, with the silver material. Silver, silver material. Okay. 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 I'll be back. <laughs> and he starts walking <laughs> to the storeroom. At that, you, you start to see um, the, the rest of the people around the room who are hanging around the crates they start to sort of lean back and almost like they're going to go back into the shadows. And then the human priest and the orc priest uh, look up and the human priest says, do you think you've got all the information you need? Not by long shot. I'm still very confused. (laughs) He said he was come back, so he obviously has more information to give us. What mumbo jumbo were they talking about the ring? I don't know. Ask these two. She nods towards Zant and Oriole. <laughs> Guys. I would much rather the halfling fill in the gaps. To be honest, I wasn't really paying attention. I was imagining things that I shouldn't be imagining, so. Right. Oriole? It's pretty. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone roll position <laughs> They've run away, haven't they? Nineteen. Nine. Nineteen. Twenty twenty-four. Yo. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You guys you guys notice notice this shit. <laughs> you, you 
don't hear voices, but you hear... So Darby, you know exactly what this is, but everyone else, you can just hear the sound. You hear the sound of very vigorous rustling, which Darby, you realize is probably the sound of the, the two halflings' clothing as they're signing furiously to, to each, each other. <laughs> you just hear... Like this. Yeah. <laughs> sound effects. And yeah. now we have chef jackets all over the table. Chef. <laughs> Um, the, the human priest says, look, if you've gotten the scene, uh, worked up, I'd be worried about wearing all those items. Just saying. Jealousy makes you nasty. <laughs> What's your name again? Well, I actually come from a long line of hucklers. My name is Kyle. And nice I to meet have, you, Kyle. You know, <laughs> it's nice to meet you. It's nice to finally uh, get to know you. So um, when do you think they're coming out? <laughs> the human the human turns back and he's like, what else can you expect? And he looks at you and he's like, who's your god again? Why? Don't worry, I know exactly who it is. <laughs> Alexian, right? Alexa, why are you of it. And for everything? Again. <laughs> Carl leans back and then the, the orc priest just sniggers some more sniggering into his bicep. It's like the universal thing for Alexis. It's like, why? Why? <laughs> why? But why? Um, why, um, yeah. Um, you there, Mr. Giggles, what's your name? She <laughs> says to the shock tooth. Shock tooth. Shock tooth. All right. Uh, did you not... How did you know my name? And he looks at the two of you. He's like, oh, wait. Calisthenics. Calisthenics. Oh, no, you. You only had cal- No, you. Bald, you and you. And he, points at, he points at Darby and at Oriel. He's like, you don't do your calisthenics. You do l- lazy stenics. <laughs> lazy stenics. Yes. I was just testing you, Shark Tooth, keeping you on your feet. Wonder yeah. what religion he is. And he winks, Darby winks at Ray. And, and then he goes, I'm a Selenite, <laughs> as you can see from my robes <laughs> and from my, from my tattoo. I, I'm surprised you it's haven't okay, come across Shark Tooth, don't strain yourself. <laughs> and the, Nothing is a strain. And then he sort of oh like God, no, 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 no. perks his chest and just kind of like... Um, you know, puffs up his muscles. <laughs> there might have been a peck pop in there. <laughs> since since we're hearing Mike Oriel from my perception, I would assume that they're trying to escape or like trying to find something vigorously. So can she try and peek through to see what's going on? Um, I mean, you can walk there if you like. Yeah. The, the room is still, there's still people on the, on the tops of crates and hanging around the edges. Mm. Uh, are you going to try and do it stealthily? No, she just wants to go. Oh, like, you're blatantly going to walk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do that. No one stops you. Anything to share with the class? Do you go to the door or do you? Well, aren't they behind a curtain? No. So there's a door. Oh, and okay. There does appear to be a sort of window, but they're not standing in front of the window. Section. Okay. Then she's going to burst open the door and she's like, anything you'd like to share at the class? As you burst open the door, both of them uh, stop signing and hold out karate hands to you like they're going to protect themselves. 
And then they look at you and they're like, they both drop their hands. And then they look at you. Okay. She whips out two beers and she gives it to them. Do you have two beers? Yes. Didn't you leave your pack? Wait. At the temple? Oh, I do, do, and I, oh, okay, no. She's like, please just share with us. We're very ill-informed. I'd like to know if something's going to kill me. The the one, the the brother who initially signed, he he, like, face palms. He he <laughs> literally face palms, and he sits down on the floor. There's no um. So they in the storeroom. There's probably like a couple of chairs, maybe three, and there's some crates, and it looks like uh, bags various bags so there's a knapsack there's a handbag just a couple of bags and he just sits down in the middle of the floor and he puts his face in his hands and then uh, the one you were talking to the whole time he says oh no I'm like I don't know if the accent's gonna come out when I let's, let's, let's just go for it there we go um, he says well you've been wearing the ring for two weeks you're surrounded by material that is magical, and you said the mistress is following you around. So I'd say you're you're pretty close to dying. Uh, scale of one to dead, dead. You're getting wee. If you're here on the scale, he points down, and then he points to his head, and he and he raises his hand from where he pointed to his head. He's like us, and he points at the bottom, and he's like you, and he raises him past his head as high as he can go, which for a halfling is not that high. And mm-hmm. then he goes on his tippy toes and he says, you, this is where you are. Okay, this is where we are. And he points down <laughs> and he points up and he goes, this is where you are. And you brought it here. Okay, but is it of any use? Because right now all it is is pretty and on my finger. <sighs> my God tests me. My God tests me. All right, we're going back. We're going back, you're getting information, and you are leaving, all four of you. And he starts walking out, and he also points at the priest, and he's like, and Kyle, I never want to see any, I don't even know if these people are your followers. You do not bring people here to me again. I don't care what information, I don't care what payments you're giving. These people have brought trouble. And and you, Sharktooth, I mean, probably not your fault. So you're welcome (laughs) to come back. All right. Actually, wait. What do you plan to do with this information? What is your plan? To defeat the mistress. Okay. And she like stands in it like a defined victorious stance. The word defeat is a little bit of a strong to word. To get Zantarian married and so they can elope far, far away from us with the mistress. While she's dead. What? <laughs> While she's dead. <laughs> Elopement implies marriage. Listen, okay, if you want us out of your hair, just tell us a story. I mean, well, give us information and we'll be out of here. We'll be gone. No more mistress and danger. No, but here's the problem. You've brought danger with you. If everything you say is correct and two weeks are, you're in the past two weeks, right? Now that you've come here, she never came here. You don't know that she came here. If she was grabbing men from that small town, it probably took her a while. But now she's following you because you brought your material here. Her material, the material. Like, 
I thought I'd never see it. I was excited. I thought maybe, you know, magic, amazing. No. <laughs> I want you guys gone. Do you know that you talk unnecessarily? We want How's information, about- Dobby. Yes, exactly. Give us the information we're looking for so we can actually leave as soon as possible so she doesn't come here and kill you. All right. You, he points at uh, you, Dobby, and he points at that material. He goes, you're wearing a sentient material that has the pieces of the soul, or so legend has told, pieces of the soul of an Asimar warrior who was trying to defeat Tamayo. When our brave gods and goddesses, then he does like four <laughs> different crosses of himself to try and hit every single god's um, way of supplication. And you, he points at uh, Rain, are wearing the sister material of that material, which holds the brains and, well, not brains, I don't know. Well, could no, it holds the consciousness of an Asimar. These beings did not exist. They had to make a name for what they were when they were born because all they saw when they saw the boy being born was a glorious being glowing and golden and then when they saw the girl being born they saw tails and horns. Look, you don't need to know what they look like. You will probably see them in the shadows of the material when the material decides to talk to you. Well, not talk because the talking is a new thing but... You know, there were rumors that it used to communicate through, and the accent's gone again, but life will go on. Just, <laughs> but he gets stressed and then he changes his accent. <laughs> uh, rumors that they used to communicate through shadow as the material can move. Material can move. So, you guys are wearing warrior material, which you think would be a good thing, except for the fact that the mistress, from what you said, is trying to bring back Tamayel. So now why would the consciousnesses that fought Tamayel want to bring Tamayel back? Think on that. You, he points to, <laughs> to Oriel. He says, you are wearing Sidian's ring. All right. There's a little bit of out of character dancing. <laughs> Sidian's ring. Now, you might not know, but when the warriors uh, who became our gods faced Tamayel, they were led there by a child. Rumor is that, well, we were all taught that the child died. That was incorrect. <laughs> it is well known that Sidian continued to to live a full and happy life. But as he grew older, he grew disenchanted with what he had done with the warriors and disenchanted with the way people had begun to worship his fellow companions. And so he built himself a magical ring, which no one knows what it does, but it is connected to Sidious. So now you tell me why three items that were initially made to uh, defeat Samael were in the hands of someone who wants to raise Samael and why old magic is coming back. And you. He's like, <laughs> he points at Zantelaria. <laughs> he says, you look like you are in over your head with this team. Like, why? 
Don't you want to live? Don't you like living? Why do you want to marry the, the mistress? Because unless all of you, you want to bring back Samael. All of you want to bring back Samael. Wait, no, ridiculous. No. Come Wait, on. one minute, please. I have no desire to get married to anyone. <laughs> That's the, only the issue reason. you have. He accuses us of raising the most evil being ever, and your issue is that you don't want to get married. As, as you say that evil, you hear Carl go, well, evil. Well. I don't know. I've never met him. Who knows? You can't judge someone you haven't met yet. Vladislavians all believe that Samantha is very evil. Look, you do. From stories and from... Uh, and then you see uh, the halfling cross himself in the way Vladislavians would do it. Yeah. He's like, so does Rain. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> so does Rain. Well, you can't tell Rain what to do. Rain plays her own character. No, Oriel's got an identity card. <laughs> she's only thinks she's a dwarf. <laughs> so does you're not, truly, you're not truly Rain until you've jumped on someone and stabbed them in the back. Yep. Much um, to learn. <laughs> Then the halfling says, I've given you your information. Now leave leave the city. Don't leave this building. Leave the city and take your trouble with you elsewhere. Goodbye. And she walks up. And he starts trying to herd you out. And as he starts moving, more of the people from the surrounding areas start to join and start to like shuffle you out the warehouse. All of you. Darby walks out. Aria turns around and goes to Sharktooth with her hands up. <laughs> Sharktooth looks looks at you and looks at the halfling. He's like, "Oh, uh, not being funny, Miss, but uh, I don't, I don't want that ring. I didn't know before, but no, no, and I don't want you the ring." And he starts walking out. She he's pulls, like, she, she pulls starts walking quite sad as puppy face. He's not fair, but <laughs> she's not going to move. Okay, the Zantalaren is going to pick Oriel up and walk out the door. Because now she's sulking. Yes. Oh. You, you say it. Okay. I Rain. guess. Okay. Rain follows. Okay. They they start shoving you out, and as soon as everyone's out the door, they slam it, and you hear all the bolts going shut. And then everyone roll perception for me. Nineteen. <laughs> that was a crit fail. <laughs> Someone was crying in my ear, bro. Yeah, all you, all you, you couldn't what hear anything over perception. perception. You couldn't hear anything Jeez. over Oriole's pout. All you heard was. Guys, <laughs> 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 my pout is so loud. I rolled a one and a two, <laughs> but plus five. How? Yes, the perception. Yeah. Damn. She's got her eyes. He's got his eyes open. I mm. mean. Got that third you know, eye. when you're an awkward, you need to keep your eyes peeled for beatings and things like that. Like life so was real. Seven guys. Seven. Boom. You see. You see. Hear nothing. <laughs> you see. Hear nothing. Uh, Rain and Oriole. You hear the the halfling gnome that you was talk. The halfling that was talking to you. Not halfling gnome. Sorry. Uh, say, right, boys. Looks like we're leaving town. Uh, we're going to wait, find out where they're going, and then go in the totally opposite direction. Okay. And then you, you hear some scrambling, and if you look carefully, you see some eyes peeping, f- trying to see where you're <laughs> leaving from town. What do you do? Um, I- you are now standing at the docks. 
of Port Oroch, mm. uh, the Sharktooth and Carla with you. Well, I want to go get my stuff. I need to go get the rest of my weapons. If trouble's heading our way, I want to be prepared. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Let's head back to the monastery. Temple. Yeah. Okay, she's stopped pouting. I'm going to drop her. <gasps> she, la- so? she lays face down on the floor for a good long while before she gets up. Darby starts walking. Uh, Kyle and Sharktooth start heading back towards the, the temple. Oh, damn. What? Sorry, this is what Rain says. I wanted to show them that water, that essence water, just to maybe see what, if they knew what it was. Do you, do you say that out loud? Yeah. Sharktooth turns around and he's like, I think you guys need to stop showing, showing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, you when, know. It, also, it worries me that you've got so much to show. <laughs> Just wait till you see my pack. You're right, Tufer. Let's go. I, I think you need to take your stuff from the mon. And he starts walking and he's talking to Carly. He's like, I think they must take their stuff from the monastery and then they must go. Yeah, they must go. Um, as you're walking through um, the town, how are you following? Are you looking around? Mm. What are you guys doing? Well, um, Rain wants to see if those kids that followed them on the way there are following her. Are they following them? Would she see that? Uh, you look around and you see and you realize that they weren't actually kids. They were mm-hmm. they were halflings. Mm-hmm. And you think you can see two mm-hmm. that look like two from the from the city. Okay. And then they're not even trying to hide that they're following you. Yeah. They're just like, look at you and shrug their shoulders like, what are you going to do? And you can see that there were people from the warehouse. From the warehouse, okay. Yeah. So she just keeps around there. Um, and as you're going, you're heading up towards the, the temple. If if it ever looks like you're straying from leading towards the temple, the, the two uh, halflings will look at you and sort of nudge you back onto the right path with their head. They'll be like, uh, they'll nod... Uh, no, in the well, negative, really getting chased out this city in a slow. In negative pace. to be to if you try and detour from the route. I'm looking for beautiful women on the streets. I mean, the streets. There's people milling about. Uh, there's women. There's men. There's various races. There's food carts. There are some sale um, street vendors. Uh, one appears to be selling beautiful carpets. One appears to be selling um, something on a stick, and. There are definitely some beautiful women around. I'm going to wink at them as I walk past. Uh, you do so. Some of them <laughs> wink back, some <gasps> giggle, and one or two uh, get uh, a large elbow from a gentleman nearby them. <laughs> um, I guess a carry on walking. Darby's, Darby's walking, but he's kind of like trying to communicate with his material. Okay. Like, I don't... So as he's walking, he's like, he's holding it, but he's kind of like speaking softly to it, like, what are your plans? Like, he's asking the material. He's like, Bubbly, what's your plans? Are you are you Why just you talking to it or are you trying name? to like magically ask it? I'm trying to magically ask it. Okay, uh, roll Arcana for me. 17. As you're talking to the material, you feel... 
that it is trying to respond to you, but you're in a quite a busy street. So you feel you would get a much better reaction and answer. You need to be somewhere quiet where you can commune with your material. Is there somewhere privately. quiet, like a little... Um, Alcove or something. Yeah, or like an alley or something. Um, as you look to an alley, there is one nearby. As you start to head towards it, you see a halfling standing in front of the alley's entryway, arms blocked and shaking their head and <laughs> saying no. Oh, fireball to his ass. Sorry. You know, I'm going to keep walking. Once I get to the temple, I'm going to find a, um, a quiet spot all right as everyone so everyone's approaching the temple no yep. one is doing anything mm-hmm. else i have a question yes. how far back are we walking from um the from kyle and shark tooth how many steps back yeah. i would imagine uh the nearest one of you is probably five feet so within hearing distance within hearing distance of if if you're walking in a line the last person might not be heard, but the first person, second person would definitely be heard. But it is a bustling street, so possibly not. Okay. I am going to slow down a little bit. So I'm still walking, mm-hmm. but I want to slow down a little bit before we get to where we're going. All right. Because I definitely know if I slow down, Oriel will slow down. Okay, so you're going to start and walk at a slower pace to yeah. almost backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Or was walking at the back anyway. Uh, Rain? Because she carries on walking, she doesn't. She might not necessarily notice or think anything of Zan slowing down. So okay. she'll be right, like a little further back, but behind the um, Jack, Kyle, Kyle and Sharktooth. Okay. Jack. <laughs> I don't know where he got Jack from. <laughs> and you, Darby? Um, Darby is very close to where Rain is. Uh, Zant? Aurel, hmm? I don't suppose you've got some kind of, uh, telepathy type spell. You're gonna have to be more specific than that. Our friends, get them to slow down. Just a little bit. Well, I can either make them fall asleep or I can <laughs> paralyze them completely. And at that, Carl turns around. He's like, I was going to let this play out, but no. <laughs> and he stops and he's like, what do you have to say? Do you want to say it privately? Me and Sharktooth will move. Please don't paralyze us. <laughs> and him and Sharktooth start walking we to the temple. It's not all about you, Kyle. <laughs> actually. And Carl waves his hand behind him as he's I'm like, actually like, we're no. going to the temple. And he, he we were talking the about steps. the halflings. No, we weren't. We were talking about Darby and oh, sorry, y'all and Rain. <laughs> y'all just could have called us, like okay, like but yeah, oh, all right, okay. What is it? What do you want to say? Well, so now you, that we finally have your attention, I feel like he wasn't trying that hard though. <laughs> you guys were have you just trying to make them slow down to join the conversation. <laughs> yes. By the time oh this God. happens, you have stopped. Sort of on a grassy knoll outside mm-hmm. the temple, and you're overlooking the the port of Oroch, and you can see the hustle and bustle of the this okay. minor city. So I'm going to stand and pose on this knoll, like I'm looking at the view and totally appreciating it. I mean, there is a beautiful view of the yeah. sea. Yeah, so I'm I'm being touristy, um, and then I'm going to say, well, you take a mental picture, yes, because if only there was something that could save. Because I don't have a phone, image. man. <laughs> What is a foe, man? <laughs> exactly. Is that some kind of monster? Do you mean a pigeon? 
What? I mean, like, no. there's a minor illusion of a pigeon again. <laughs> um, so, uh, it looks like our problems are a lot bigger than we anticipated. In mm. what way? It really? seems like there's a lot of um, developments which lead me to think we might have gotten involved in a little bit of something similar to the end of the world. I yes. wonder whose fault that is. Yours probably. Definitely not mine. <laughs> Better than plants taking over the world. Still yours probably. Definitely not. Okay, 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 okay. Let's not blame each other for whose fault it is that the world ended. What are we going to do about it? Well, the world hasn't ended yet. In any event, the gods are coming back. Yes. Vladislav is mighty. Are we in like a quieter, a much quieter place? It is. You are near the temple. You can see some people uh, coming out uh, from the temple, but then they move off sort of into the distance, into the fields, almost back to the forest where you guys passed out mm-hmm. um, and look like they're doing various forms of physical exercise. Um, and there are people assumedly inside the temple and there are people still in the city. One or two would pass you if you yeah. stay there enough time. Yeah. Carrying wagons so with I mean, goods. As people walk past, um, well, I would like to just go like, wow, look at that. Have you ever seen a view like this before? Like mid-conversation. Mm, okay. And um, as, as you do, one or two pass, uh, and then an old woman turns and says, ah, tourists. They come every day and never buy enough. And then she carries on. Ah, <laughs> um, Darby's gonna ask the material again. He's gonna try and magically ask. Uh, roll Arcana for me uh, with advantage. So roll two d20s for me and take the higher number. Okay, natural 20. Cool, the other one, there's no way. No, yeah, no. One. That would be funny if that was also just a 20, though. If it was both uh, natural 20s. It's not, though, but yeah. Um, it almost feels like when you first try to talk to it, it wanted to say something to you, but you couldn't hear it in the bustle. So now as soon as you try to commune with it, you feel a flush within you um, from starting from your chest and it starts to blossom out. And it's, it's this warmth that you feel uh, of a magical energy. And you hear a, a very, quite softly, but not inaudibly, you hear a voice saying, um, yes. Bubbly. Do you have a name? <laughs> Why do you want to resurrect Samael? Or do you want to? What is your intention? Uh, you guys are just hearing... Uh, Darby talking. Darby talking. Darby talking. Darby talking. <laughs> While Darby does that, though, he like puts out his hand like a shh. Wait, y- you know, like just hold on. Hold, please. Yeah. Safety. Oh, whoa. Please. Your pause. Your ball. Your call. <laughs> your 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 Paul is according to <laughs> held your, for a young oh, second. English. Your your arcane conversation is important to us. <laughs> That's the phone voice you hear. At the school your of pigeon is important to us. <laughs> The voice says, I'm unsure of the question. Do you and your sister want to raise or resurrect Samael again? You're wearing this. You, you cannot resurrect that which is not dead. 
Dobby just had like a mini heart attack. You guys know meta, hey? Yeah, oh, you guys have never heard that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, wait. This is out of place. So, Dobby. No. Okay, so Dobby's still having this. He's like, what do you mean Samael is not dead? But now he's now saying. Now you guys all yeah. hear that. What? <laughs> and then he's like, shh. Holds out his hand. Oreo holds yeah. her finger then, to her mouth. Okay, great And then one. he says, what do you mean Samael is not dead? Where is he? Well, where is, um, and then he starts to speak infernal. Can you speak infernal? I can speak dwarfish in common. You, you don't understand what, what the voice is. Would Oriel be able to, to understand or hear Bubbly speak? Um, you, you sense from the way they're looking at you quite confusedly <laughs> that they can't hear him, but you do recognize that it does sound like what, um, Oriel understood in the cave. So it does sound like the same. Okay. What, what, what does he say? Okay. Roll performance for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please roll well. Otherwise I will not be able Don't to understand you. Natural 20. Wow. <laughs> you do an immaculate uh, reenactment of the infernal that, okay. that um, the voice speaks to you. Yeah. So are you just going to go for the infernal? Yeah. Okay. You hear Darby saying, uh, anyone who understands infernal, you hear Darby saying immediately out of nowhere, uh, essentially, well... Where, to say where a being of such magnitude would be is to try and put the ocean into a glass. <gasps> it's uh, he is so much drama. He is everywhere, but but nowhere at the same point currently. He used to be more nowhere before, but now he is becoming to come back to everywhere. Okay, and then he has one. Last question. Would you and your sister be able to help us defeat him? Okay, no, no, wait. I scratched that question out. <laughs> How do we defeat him? He says to you, well, my sister and I were brave warriors who had faced Samael, but he was defeated by... Warriors of no consequence before. I imagine they were lucky. And then he stops. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh. You were speaking some, another language, Darby. I don't know. Very good infernal, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And then he does a hair flip. And he's like, no, not the time. <laughs> guys, Samael is not dead. Yes, we heard that part. Yes, we did get that, yes. He is alive. And Darby's like, he's like trying to explain it, but he's like in shock. So he's like, Bubbly said that him and his sister tried to defeat Samael, but they couldn't. Make a wisdom saving throw for me, Kirsten. Ah! Why do I feel like this could go really badly? <laughs> Ooh, you're going to get it. 
<laughs> it's 19. Is it 19? Please tell me it wasn't a 20 DC. <laughs> you feel the ring. You think it, it heated up for a moment. But that nothing was else happens. Hmm. Uh, d- while Dobby is talking. Okay. Shh. Into my yes. hand. So Tamiya is still alive. And the gods defeated him. But he isn't dead. But then how did the gods defeat him if he ain't dead? They it's like that play that we watched uh, a couple of weeks ago where there was that character Voldemort who then got defeated. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody could see him anymore. But then there were these Horcrux things. Magic I didn't gaming. watch that play. <laughs> you watched that play? I didn't watch that play. Uh, you were watching the woman, that's why. No, I was backstage. Probably <laughs> <laughs> kissing the woman. Out of game, I'm so confused. <laughs> I think she, she's trying to draw oh, your attention to, to the whole cruxiness of yeah. it all. Oh, yeah. Oh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> that play. That play. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What are we going to do, guys? Guys, can we just go get our weapons? I feel a lot safer with my javelins. I think Rain feels naked without her axes and javelins. We have to keep our material and the ring close by at all times. Yeah. The mistress cannot get her hands on it. Like Darby is so... I think this is the most serious Darby's ever been. Yeah, Darby's for real. Darby's really serious. Santillarian is going to burst out laughing because Darby is really serious. And as he does that, Can Darby sticks out his finger and Ray frosts his lips, like his <laughs> mouth. Zantanera's and also Aurel's going to yeah. clap him on the back of the head. <laughs> All right. Um, are you going to try and dodge this? Of course I'm going to try and dodge it. All right. Roll to attack, everybody. Everybody <laughs> except Rain. Yeah, well, I mean, unless you also want to get in on the action of... Um, At this point, Rain's going to sit down and whip out one of her alcoholic oh. drinks. Are we rolling? Uh, roll perception for me. <laughs> Can I just say thank you, Q Workshop? This Q, this Q20, this <laughs> D20 is rolling so nicely. Um, what Mine am I is rolling? a 19. Hmm? Oh, yeah. no, I shame. I only wanted Rain to roll. Five. Uh, no, but I mean, what, am, what are we rolling? You said roll Weren't to attack. Weren't we attacking? Oh, yes. Roll to attack as well. So what am I doing? Dodging? Yeah. So uh, dex. Uh, yeah, make a dex saving throw for me. My, what was I rolling? To attack. Mine to was attack. 19. 19. Does that hit your AC? Yes, it does. Okay. Do I add anything to this? Strength? No. Yeah, strength, because you're using your flat hand. 13. 13? Does 13 hit your AC? Nope. All right, roll a dex saving throw. 17. You, as you see Oriel's hand coming for you, you lean forward so that it swipes past you, but as you do so, it's almost like you lean further into Darby's finger. Um... Damage? Two. Take two points of damage as your lips freeze <laughs> shut mid-laugh. Mid uh, Rain, what did you My get? My perception. It hmm? was five. Your perception was five. Hmm. As you sit down to start <laughs> drinking, you, you feel like the scarf is really quite tight. So you loosen the material a little bit. All right. Darby's like... Stop talking, Zantelarian. I'm being serious right now. Um, did I feel that the scarf is quite tight? 
You don't know if it got tighter or if just by sitting down you recognize that. Uh, A scarf is not something you wear often, so you maneuvered it. So because of uh, recent events, that's going to make her slightly suspicious, even though she's not sure what she felt. And Mm -hmm. then she's going to stand back up Mm -hmm. and look around like, guys, just keep your heads on your Question, didn't her material um, drape on her? The materials draped almost oh, like oh, okay. scarf. Yeah. Okay. Vibe. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yours is draped like a, <clears throat> a tunic. Like a. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's just gonna make her because now she she's not even if she's not sure, she's like guys, just like hold on, let's try not to kill each other right now. Uh, please roll. Uh, everyone roll uh, your god dice for me. God dice. So your percentiles. percentiles. Which I noticed match. Ooh. Wednesday, I can't read percent. I got 60. Okay. I got 60. Okay. 54. 54. 32. 32. 37. Zant, as your lips get uh, um, frozen shut, it must be because you're near to the temple, but... You feel a strange compulsion to go to a, a private place in the temple and, and try and commune with your God. Okay. You feel a, a strange compulsion for that. And uh, Darby, you recognize that the fact that you could speak to the material is a wondrous, magical, arcane uh, thing that happened. Mm. And there's something in you that wants to share this with your God. Darby starts walking to a private place to do that. So sort of away from the temple and away from everyone else. Yeah. Okay. I just, as soon as I got that feeling, I just got up. Well, since my lips were sealed anyway, um, I just walked into the temple of the Selenites. Your lips will melt almost immediately as soon as... um, Okay, well, that's what I did. I didn't say anything. I just went inside. So you see the two of them walking off in opposite directions in silence. What are the two of you going to do? What the hell? I have some ham in my bag. That is very tempting, Oriel. But should we? Nah. Let's have some ham. I got okay, some okay. So we walk inside the temple. So, oh, you're going to go walk inside <laughs> the temple. As the two of you walk inside the temple and you partake of ham, the two more devout players and characters go seek to speak to their gods. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you had as fun a time as we always do. Once again, thank you so much for listening and please remember to share us with all your friends if you enjoyed it and rate and review us so that more people can know how amazing we are and it also helps our podcast so do share it with your friends foes families and familiars because then i just said share it with your friends and it doesn't sound as catchy as the way i the, the way i say it also remember if you'd like to chat to us you can find us on all the socials at dum dum die pods uh well dum dum die spelled d-u-m-d-u-m-d-i-e or you can mail us at dum dum die pod at gmail Dot com. As always, big, huge thank you to my players who make this a wonderful uh, story and 
grow it and build it in directions I didn't think it would take. And as always, a thank you to a, the dice for changing things up. <laughs> uh, big thank you to Wednesday and Tristan, who are our, our sound engineers and make us sound really good and cut through all the umming and eyeing and in-betweening. And a big thank you to Vid, who makes the beautiful sound that it, music that accompanies our podcast. As always, hope you have a wonderful and a most amazing week of role-playing. Adventuring. <laughs> adventuring. Role-playing adventuring. Adventuring. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three.